Welcome to the Pioneer Spotlight podcast. This week, I'm joined by Matthias Pothast, co-founder and managing director at Relevo, a company who are having a big impact on reducing disposable packaging. We're going to be discussing the circular economy, reducing waste, and founding an impact-driven sustainability company. Hi, Matthias. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Pioneer Spotlight podcast. Um, you are the co-founder over at Relevo. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Thanks for having me. Um, yes, we at Relevo, we are a smart deposit-free reuse system for to-go and takeaway food. So we aim to make all the single-use um, packaging obsolete and to have here our small positive impact on reducing waste in the food sector. And I myself are based in, in Germany in the Berichthaus near the Alps and looking forward to talking to you. Amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. And today's episode is going to really revolve around shining a light on circular economies and how tech can have a role in that. So I think, first of all, to start off, it would be great to discuss a little bit about how you founded Relevo and what made you want to get involved in this sort of space. Yeah, sure. So um, I'm always uh, kind of in, in contact and in touch with the startup scene and looking back, back, it was always some kind of a impact startup I was involved in. Back then, the name didn't really exist um, yet. And um, so the, the whole entrepreneurial ecosystem was always something which, which turned me on. And um, I, I started my, my career in a startup actually as an employee, but we managed to run the startup up uh, straight against the wall and solve for, for bankruptcy um, because we didn't focus that much on the actual consumer on the user needs and um, with this experience of not of knowing how not to build a startup i then moved on to a consultancy a management consultancy where i helped big corporates established um, corporate companies to build startup mentality again to build startup skill set and after about five years working in this consultancy, I felt I want to do something new and especially I want to focus more on sustainability. And that uh, mental switch was, I think, driven by some, some personal experiences I could make in mainly Southeast Asia while traveling and experiencing how much waste we actually produce. And Compared to, to Munich, where I was living at that time, um, all that waste is not being removed during the night and out of sight, but it's still there the next morning. And so. is the next step and luckily then um, was contacted by a um, a person called Gregor who is my today co-founder who was looking um, into this exact topic of how can we reduce the waste for packaging in the to-go sector and was looking for co-founders and so that's actually how we met as co-founders around the idea so we are not 
old childhood friends and know each other since decades, but we actually met uh, via the idea. And uh, Gregor came up with the idea simply by walking around in the city of Munich, seeing all the trash cans filled with single use. And at that time in 2019, all the... Uh, Amazing. Yeah, I think you guys are doing really, really incredible things. And obviously, it's such a huge issue that we're facing right now. And I think you've really identified a really great space in the market to kind of help with that waste reduction, right? Um, and I know for you, from from what you've said previously, is that it's really important for you to be very mission-driven and to have an impact. So how do you incorporate that into your business model? level where we have 80 billion single-use packagings every year and we obviously have this on a global scale um, not talking about the US where it's more than a trillion single-use packagings um, every year um, so there is a big 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 problem and as mentioned we um, got lucky in understanding this issue and um, realizing it and um, so our founding process was very much impact driven and not about we want to make the, the fast million dollar exit and uh, make cash uh, as fast as possible, but to, to create a entrepreneurial company which has then at the end this impact and um, purpose drive. And um, so this is in the, in the core and in the very essence of why we founded this company. Nevertheless, we are business people, we are entrepreneurs, and yes, we want to grow a big company, but it has to have this sustainability aspect and this purpose drive. And um, for us in our company, how we interpret this is, on the one side, um, we have all our furniture um, in the office are recycled and upcycled, actually. All our team clothing is uh, climate neutral produced and um, um, biomaterials. Um, we have a bank account on, in a sustainability bank. So all these small little steps we do on the fly. Um, but mainly, obviously, it's about our business model and our, about the product we are actually um, putting in, um, into the market. And what is the beauty here is that actually we created a model where we call it revenue follows impact, which means we have a pay-per-use model. So um, our we only make transactions, uh, we only make revenue once we have a transaction. So whenever a guest is borrowing one of our packaging from a restaurant, then happens a small transaction fee, which we charge the restaurant owner. 
So for the user, it is completely 100% for free, but the restaurant owner pays a small transaction fee, a pay-per-use fee for every time a, a, um, a Relevo packaging is being borrowed. And that means the more often we have a transaction, the more often one single packaging of ours is being used, the more money we make, so the more revenue we make, and the more impact we have because the more single-use packagings we actually save. So in that sense, we created a model in which um, sustainability and economic purpose is hand-in-hand and is involved and interdependent. And so that's why I always like to say we can grow with a green consciousness because the bigger we get, the more impact we have and the more revenue we generate. And I think this is a very, very interesting concept um, in which we can't make this management decision to say we get rid of the sustainability aspect or of the impact aspect, right? Because um, it is that um, inside of our DNA and our business model. And whereas many companies, especially in the recent years, decided to spend some portion of their revenue to plant trees to compensate for their emissions etc which is definitely a good thing and a good trend to to be um to to understand and to realize um, the the consequences of your business Um, it is at the end a management decision to spend and to donate this kind of money whereas in our use case and in our business case it is that much in the heart and in the DNA that we can't simply from today to tomorrow say, okay, we are not sustainable anymore, but this is the core of our business model. And so besides all the nice uh, t-shirts and our upcycled furniture, um, the business model is actually where we try to have our our main business impact with the um, sustainability impact. I think it's great that those are so ingrained together, right? Because like you said, it really becomes a part of your DNA as a company. Those are really, really linked. And for you to grow, you need to have more impact. And I think that's a really amazing business model. I love that you guys are sort of working on that. Um, And I think there's definitely been a rise in sort of clean tech businesses and new companies who are trying to make innovations in the space, right? So how important do you think it is as someone who's been heavily involved in in the startup area, how important, how important is it for companies to be impact driven and to have a purpose and for this to be really ingrained in their DNA? Yeah, sure. I think it's, um, it's, it's definitely, it is the future. I think we, we passed luckily and for good reason, we passed, uh, the, um, an area where it's entirely and solely money driven and moved into an area where it's still a, a niche maybe at, at current times and at current companies, but it's definitely gaining momentum and it's gaining really traction of um, really having beyond this money driven purpose also a impact driven purpose, either in social or in economical or in ecological um, areas, a, a, a really, um, or like the, 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 the um, more involved. And I think purpose is not just a buzzword anymore, but is actually a competitive advantage. And um, I think in the future, those companies which do not follow a really and serious impact and purpose, um, and I mean, you can, for every company, you can find a purpose, right? But um, like a, a more um, social or economical purpose besides earning money, I think companies which fail to to show this and to really indicate um, how they actually achieve that purpose, um, they are really failing behind because I think the, the beauty of, of these trends and this change we are having um, 
Absolutely. And I think as well, you know, as we go forward, as we try and move towards a more sustainable future, I think companies like this are, are necessary. They're needed because we can't constantly be making so much waste. Resources are limited. So I think that there's such a bright future for companies like yours and working within sustainability. And I think it's only going to be growth from here, which is amazing. Um, so you guys are working within sort of the, the circular economy, right? That's really within your DNA. So for people who aren't so familiar with that, how would you define what a circular economy is?
amazing. And I think that's such a great mission. And again, so important. Do you feel like for within circular economy, especially with things like secondhand clothing or um, used tech, do you think that there's a bit of a stigma against that? Absolutely. I think that's true. And I think that, you know, as you mentioned in a long time ago, we were very much people who were reusing things. And it was very much a case of people mending their clothes instead of going out to buy new ones because they just simply weren't available. So do you think now that we've kind of become conditioned to be a throwaway society?
Okay, so at Relevo, you guys are trying to encourage people to use reusable takeaway um, containers rather than throwaway containers. So how are you making that more appealing? Because I think traditionally, you know, remembering to bring things, you know, if you're going to a coffee shop and bringing a reusable mug can be difficult or um, thinking about, you know, having to give a deposit. How are you guys making it more appealing for people um, to therefore go in and be incentivized to use these reusable items?
Absolutely. And I think it's really interesting how it's such a combination of things. As you mentioned, you know, there's a psychology aspect to it. How do we encourage people to do these things? There's the monetary aspect. How do we incentivize these things to happen? Um, But also, as you mentioned, there's bringing technology into it. And I think, you know, thinking about reusing things, reducing waste, we don't necessarily associate that with being, you know, super futuristic and using a lot of new and exciting technology. So, what kind of role do you see technology playing in the future of reducing waste? Do you think that will be, it will have a big impact? aspect, how do we incentivize these things to happen? Um, But also, as you mentioned, there's bringing technology into it. And I think, you know, thinking about reusing things, reducing waste, we don't necessarily associate that with being, you know, super. Okay. So for anyone who's listening, who who really wants to kind of get involved in circular economy and reusing things, um, what advice would you give to people who, you know, general public who just want to help with waste reduction?
that's such an important message, right? Try small things, small changes, and eventually they can really build up to be something really big, right? And then for people like yourself before you founded Relevo, what kind of advice would you have for people who are looking at founding a company or really want to get involved with something mission-driven? What advice would you have for people who are looking to get into that sort of industry? Yes, absolutely. And I think it's great to hear that, obviously, from someone who's co-founded a company themselves and is really involved in the space. So thank you so much for, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. It's been great speaking to you. Um, for people who are listening, who want to get involved with Relevo or get in touch, how would be the best way for them to do that? 